Godzilla vs. Gigan. Uh, it was the 12th Godzilla movie. Came out in 1972. This was actually the movie that made me a Godzilla fan. Uh, I guess I didn't realize it was all stock footage at that point. Because <laughs> it was the, the second one I've ever seen. So it was new to me, goddammit. It was new to me. <laughs> the footage. Um, Is this too loud or the volume? Oh, wow. They... That, he's back on Monster well, Island. Oh, and, wow. and I just want to say, in the US release of this movie, it was called uh, Godzilla on Monster Island, even though he's on Monster Island for about 2% of the movie. Um, but here he's on Monster Island. So you're Wait, definitely getting your title building the, ready. Uh, hold up. The American title for this film was Godzilla on Monster Island? Theatrical title. Really? Yes. And it wow. came out many years later. This was like 72. I think it came out in America in like 77. Okay. Um, was it considered a, um, a financial success? Godzilla vs. Megalon was, was a huge hit for cinema shares, and it was oh. also played on primetime TV. Uh, this film, a little less. It came out after Megalon in the States, oh. many years after its initial oh, so release. so they released them backwards then? Uh, they released them in the wrong order in America. Yeah, this would mostly have played drive through theaters, more so than like your classic hey, movie theaters. Hey, Siri. Um, right. So, but we should talk about the Japanese release. So this movie is uh, one of my favorite phrases to use. Can best be described as a uh, furious backpedal after uh, Godzilla vs. Hedera. Uh, the, the story goes that the producer, Tomoyuki Tanaka, was uh, disgusted with the movie Godzilla vs. Hedera. Godzilla vs. Hedera was supposed to take Godzilla in a new direction. They had a new director, I think a first-time director, Yoshimitsu Bano, who usually was an assistant director. It was his, his first movie being the, the real director, the actual like head director. <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, he made a very experimental film with animated sequences, with a lot of blood and gore, with uh, weird psychedelic stuff, drug references implied. And uh, the producer, Tomiki Tanaka, hated it, right? Right. So for this movie, it was a furious backpedal. So he went, we're getting the director of Godzilla vs. the Sea Monster back, Jun Fukuda, because at least he's going to make... Uh, oh, there he is. Right there he is. Because at least yeah. he's going to make like a safe movie. And they're getting... Safe, but yeah. you know, in, and, in its own yeah. way, creative? I mean... <sighs> but it, it was intended to just to be like, guys, that Hedra experiment, that was taking it too far. Right. We're going to bring back King Ghidorah. We're going to bring back an alien invasion. We're going to make it just like the 60s again. It was... They got right. the same scriptwriter from the 60s and the same director back from the 60s. Right, okay. The last Godzilla movie... Uh, Jun Fukuda did with Son of Godzilla. So they did like three Godzilla movies without him. This is him coming back like five years later, apparently being forced back into Godzilla. Now, Son of Godzilla was, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. was a commercial success. I was actually, well, I know Godzilla vs. Sea Monster sold 3.4 3. million tickets and Son of Godzilla point, sold 2.4 million tickets. Oh, a massive so drop. A massive so it was the movie that made them decide to make Destroy All Monsters, the last oh, Godzilla movie. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, because you know what? You're right. You're right. You would have to look back at what was the literal last, like before the blow off. Yeah, right? Destroy All Monsters in 1968. Like what was, caused the blow off? There yeah. you go. Destroy so All Monsters in 68 was intended to be the last one. And the reason this movie was made was because of Gamera. And by that I mean. Oh. So, so just, I'll put it. I'll put it really briefly. Destroy All Monsters was intended for a, a general audience. Okay. And uh, it was. It, it cost two hundred million yen, right? Right. And a typical Gamera movie was intended for children, and it cost like thirty-five million yen. Godzilla vs. Jiger, or like twenty million yen. Right. So Godzilla said, "Oh my God, these guys are dying. Are making a killing, a fortune, making these super cheap monster movies and aiming them at children." Right. So Destroy All Monsters was the highest budget of Godzilla movie at once again two hundred million yen instead of thirty-five million. Right. And Toho just then realized, forget it. Let's just aim these right at little kids and make right. it for a fraction of the budget, and we'll make a killing. And so, so Gamera was the only reason they kept making Godzilla movies into the 70s. They, and, and the game plan was we'll make them really cheap 
and we'll make it for little kids. And so, even though he calls her a hard bitch here in the English dub, in this scene, he calls his girlfriend a hard bitch because she's making him get a job. <laughs> That's what it is, right? He's, he's an animator, he's an illustrator, a manga artist, and the first scene, which we talked over, there was a, a guy who's rejecting his work. He right. made a monster of homework and then a monster based on his girlfriend who's the monster of two strict mothers. I see. And he's like, your work stinks. So he's basically a bum. He's like a mediocre artist who can't keep a job. Right. And his girlfriend's like, I got you an interview here with the people at World Children's Land to get a job. Right. And she's making him get a job. She's forcing him to get a job. And he's just like, you hard bitch. How dare you? So the main character's just a bum. He's just a slacker. He's like a mediocre manga artist. And this is interesting. And his, his so girl... So, this was released in 73, you said, 72, right? yeah. Okay, 72. This, guy, this guy's one of her villains. He's pretty smarmy. He, yeah, he is. Um, so, the guy on the right is trying to get a job at right. Gengo. Gengo or Gengo. He, he's trying to get a job at World's Children's Land, which is like the Disneyland or a theme park people. He's right. trying to get a job designing monsters. And the guy on the left is super smarmy. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> He really screams out heel immediately. <laughs> so the, the idea behind this film, and this is what a lot of people, I never see this mentioned by anybody. And if you remember, the first couple shots of the films are of a manga. People are screaming at yeah. a monster, saying the monster's there. And the, the whole idea of this film was that it's supposed to resemble a live-action manga. That was, like, the goal of them mm -hmm. in this movie. I never see anybody mention this. And you can tell because one of the reasons is all the characters have, like, the same uniform, the same costume in every shot, just like characters in a manga. And I would also argue, like, a character in a manga, this guy's a pretty distinctive, like, ridiculous like, Goku Chrono Trigger hairstyle. <laughs> um, and everyone wears the same costume in every scene. His girlfriend is a very distinctive red uh, and white sort of checkered costume. If you remember, it's funny how, how the characterizer early in the movie almost becomes like a Chekhov's gun in itself. Like her characterization yes. is eventually leads into her actually battling these characters with so, kung yeah. fu. So at one point he says something, uh, you know, like insulting like a, to her, like and, she's, and, she, and she's like, she's like, "You want to say that again?" He's like, "Not with you being a black belt yeah. in karate." So I love this movie in the sense that the main character is like a, a kind of a shitty illustrator, kind of an effeminate, not very masculine, unemployed guy, and his girlfriend is just really tough, right? And and like forces him to get a job. Um, and he stumbles into a conspiracy re like re re involving aliens. When I think of this movie, I just think of Scooby Doo. I don't know. Um, you know, this is, by the way, this is all from Destroyer Monsters. Destroy Monsters. Yeah. Yeah, okay, but you know, it, it looks amazing if, if you've never seen Godzilla. And this, this was my second Godzilla movie, right? Uh, so my, you're my, seeing this and you're like blown away. My wow. first was Godzilla in '84 or the Return of the Godzilla, the Raymond Burr version. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I was like, that's all right, I'll watch more. But when I saw this one and the four four way monster tag team battle, <laughs> I was hooked. This went. And uh, okay, so that 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 dress is what his girlfriend's dress. So wow. this, this is so one of them is the monster of homework. The other one is the monster of two strict mothers. And he based the monster of two strict mothers off of his girlfriend. <laughs> and she's wearing the same dress as the it's monster. Just, yeah, okay. The director. I love this scene, right? He's like, I, I know this. Brandon Tennell made this joke in his review of this movie. But I, I'm going to, he's like, yeah, I, I don't like the director of this company. I hate him. He only complimented my artwork and gave me a job. I, I, something's going wrong with that guy. <laughs> um. One thing I love about this film, I, I, and it's his apartment. <laughs> yeah. 
it you know it doesn't feel real. You know, no. it, it does feel like it's some, it's some kind of alternate universe. I love how she's smoking. That, like, that definitely tells you this is 1972. <laughs> it's like, we, we don't know that cigarettes are bad yet. Like, we're talking, <laughs> everybody smokes. It's cool. It's a children's movie. Let's smoke. And, casually. You know, I, I love the, uh, sorry, the phrase. Oh, this is the scene where she's like. But, you know, he owns a bunch of. I know. Oh, right, right. Uh, and, right. Like, and look at the face he pulls. Yeah. Like, you know. He's, I, I just love I love him as a protagonist because he's so useless. Like he's he, a bumbling moron. Yeah, it's like these characters have one main trait, yes. and they just span that like throughout the film, and it, it doesn't really change. Like they don't really develop. They're not meant to. I guess. And like know, that is it's almost like 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 this is one of the okay. I guess this would be one of the first semi-meta Godzilla films if you think yes. about it like okay. like it's so meta like you you're, you described it earlier as a, as a furious backpedal right yeah from Hedera right so which, which was, was like which was a experimental they're trying to take it in a new direction and this one's like oh crap aliens again Hedera back it's uh. still very different than anything that came before I guess to be honest, it feels like a lower budget version. Look, of, look at this guy just playing with his hair. Destroy All Monsters at least had that semi-elaborate set, you know, showing the sort of crystal curtains. I, I would the say woman wearing the crystal suit. I, I believe suit. it was the most expensive one. And Destroy All Monsters. Yeah. Okay. So this Destroy All Monsters was made, I think, for like a general audience. Right. This one was made for kids. Um, right. But you know, you'd watch this in America or Canada, where, where we are, and you'd be like, "How is this made for kids?" It, but it was. It was intended for a child audience, but it's just whatever's acceptable for children in Japan and uh, the Western world is very different. Okay. This movie has bloodletting, bloodshedding. It has him calling his girlfriend a bitch in the U.S. dub, but it, anyway. But um, also, the plot is so okay. simple; anyone can understand it. And, and not only that, but well, um, yeah. you know, there's like only like four characters in this movie, right? Like, like, like this film really yeah, focuses on more. very few characters. Four protagonists, and then maybe like a couple aliens. You know, like seven, That's what seven I mean. characters. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. and, and wait until you see who shows up later. The the comedic relief, the chubby guy. Right? Oh god, that he guy, is, yeah. I mean, he is from a different movie. You and know like, what? You what know are what? you doing here? I, so here's the thing, right? Uh, the Godzilla films of the '60s, the, the main characters were adults, always adults, like right. reporter, newspaper man, uh-huh. uh, legitimate careers, respectable experts in their fields. Mm-hmm. Um, right. In this movie, the main characters are kind of like a hippie, an unemployed manga artist, his karate girlfriend. They seem like anime characters, right? And, and he speaks in a girl's voice when he picks up the phone, right? Um, he's a he's a goofball, right? He's, yeah, he's like Shaggy yeah, from yeah, Scooby-Doo yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but no, so... What, what, and we, I, we've never had anything like this up to, up to this point, if I'm, unless yeah. I'm mistaken. But I'm pretty sure in Raids again and Gojira, no. you didn't have this bumbling... Look, look, look at this shot. It's, it's, it's right? a comedy, right? Like, it's, it's like we're it's, having fun with Godzilla. Godzilla's right, fun. Right. Or like we're at least having fun with a human... You know, plot like because you know, like Godzilla films usually feel for me at least that they're sort of split in two, right? You have the human stuff and the Godzilla stuff, right? Um, you know, it, you, 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 you have to sort of put the like, clear phone in 1972 was like, oh, these are aliens. That, right. That's some crazy technology only aliens can ever have. Or what to spin the clear thing. phone? The clear phone. Oh, <laughs> and I the spin see. spinning. Well, it just looks like sort of like you know what, what, futuristic. Yeah. Yeah. In, you know, for sure. first time. I love his chair. I mean, come on, we got to give him that. This is really Bond, really. Like, 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 dude, he's yes. wearing James Bond villain. Absolutely, the villain from uh, sorry. Um, and the main character is, you know, 
acting. Moonraker. Like, Moonraker. Like, that doesn't even wear this exact thing. Yeah, it, it's, it's, I think it's called a Nehru jacket. Uh, Dr. Evil wears this, except it's oh, gray, but he wears it really? in orange. Okay, guy. there you go. Like, this type of jacket. What is it? Uh, I think it's called N-E-H-R-U. I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's, it's a Dr. Evil jacket. It's a, a, a okay. Blofeld from James Bond. Like, but, what does it convey, like, subconsciously? But, this jacket, like well, he's like, he's the upper, evil dictator, but also <laughs> true. He's the chairman, right? And the it's main, almost militaristic. The, 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 in, the in this film, part, yeah, right? in this film, the main character is now he he's suspicious because you know, he's like the chairman's a little kid. He looks like he's nineteen. He's like, how the fuck? How is this guy a chairman? You right. Um, so this film is kind of like uh, a Scooby Doo film. It's like a little yeah. mystery. Yeah, yeah. He thinks there's something wrong with his employers. First time I watched this, I was in the sixth grade. I, you know, I was like whatever ten. I don't know. Yeah. And um, he just thinks there's something wrong with his employers. And I remember watching this and being like, oh, what's this mystery going to be? Like, um, and I just, I don't know. It makes your pan look so cool, this film. You had to This is a nice shot. Yeah. This is one of my favorite scenes in the movie. I remember thinking, like, as it being 10 and seeing this, really loving it. Uh, this hippie sticks a corn, a corn of cob, corn, a corn on the cob in his back. And this guy thinks it's a gun. And I remember as a kid, I'm like, that's so clever. I never thought of that. Um. She's she's quite beautiful. Like we were not going to be. You know what? Though, like she is so. She beautiful. really. This is just me saying this. Yeah. Game. She really spams the cute eyes look. Like she actually does the eyebrows. Yeah. She manipulates her face in a way constantly. Yeah. From I, this moment onwards, for me, when you see her, yeah. you're gonna see her constantly do this look, like really sort of confused, cutesy look, yeah. nonstop for the rest of the film. Like it's like her only. It's like her go-to get over I, I tool. Think, Okay, I, I gotta I gotta pay attention to that. Just, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll point, you gotta point it out. I'll to me. point it out. Yeah, <laughs> and and so okay. not, not very manly is he the main character? No, he, he faints. He's a bumbling moron. And I love this guy. He's like, did he really think that was the gun? I'm like, you stuck it in his back. Wasn't that the idea to make him think it's a gun? Anyway, I love his apartment. I mean, it's just got like old manga. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And the manga's used really nicely. I mean, in terms of just framing. There's, there's, right. there's one thing I wanted to say that 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 that. So you know, I, I'm I'm taking this back to what I was saying earlier. That in the '60s, the main characters look at like, her face. Just sorry, I'm, yeah. like, like she's doing it again. She does it nonstop. Look at that. She's doing the really cutesy um, eyebrows arched, yeah. you know, upwards that way. I, Di- I, diagonally. I, I, I feel like I'm, I, I've always been in love with this one girl. <laughs> but like she, it's <laughs> my because, whole life, it's because she's basically flirting yeah. with you as an audience member. I'll, I'll take. By, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> Look! 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 Look at like look at her face. She seems so. I don't know what it is. Uh, like it just makes her look more attractive, right? Like yeah. she's just so. Uh, I like this is her hippie friend. He's not trying to get with that, or he's more interested in eating phallic foods than a girl. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. But I just want to say, so in the sixties movies, all the adults were. Um, I'm sorry. All the main characters had adult professions, right? Okay. They were like serious adults with like right. jobs, right. reportering newspapers. Right, 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 right. And in this one, they're kind of like younger and i think the reason for that is this movie was in like this movie was intended for like 10 year olds for 11 year olds 12 year olds for kids it was intended for kids and i think they made these characters on purpose skew sort of younger he's a young manga artist and he's like a a hip hippie you know and i think they kind of made these characters appeal more to to kids and this was as this was a kids movie the, the characters appeal to kids and it's like a mystery where they're trying to solve so it's like it's almost like a live action episode of scooby doo right I think that's why I love this film because it's like a live action episode of Scooby Doo. And he, but here's the thing, though: was this film a commercial yes. success? Yes. So it, for, okay, but now, now we so got we got we got to get some background info here. 
basically, you know, from 1960 to 1968, 69, the amount of theaters in Japan fell by like, there was maybe only a quarter left at the end of the 60s, other were in the start of the 60s. Wow. What happened was everyone started watching television right. instead. Uh, and, and uh, you know, a lot of, and then of course in 1966, you had Ultraman, so you could see kaijus for free on television. So people stopped going to theaters. So in the in um so like Sonic Godzilla sold two point seven million tickets or something like that and it was considered like you know a failure no it sold two point four million Destroy All Monsters sold like two point eight million tickets right wow. at, at a budget of two hundred million yen this film sold about one point seven five million tickets at a a budget that must have been drastically reduced from two hundred million yen. Right. it was probably like forty million yen and it sold like a million tickets less than Destroy All Monsters but cost uh, like a quarter of the price. Right. So I would argue this was a big success for Toho. Right, right. And the reason it was a success, it was because it was meant to be a success. By that I mean they targeted kids and they lowered the budget to next to nothing. But, but it was done. So by the way, this, this actor on the left is in a, a GMK, 2001. He's the father of the main character of the military commander. You're kidding. This is the military commander? Yes. This guy. Or yes. I believe yes. He's in GMK okay. for sure. Okay. Which is so cool. Like they have, yeah, I don't know. Came back 29 years later in a much better film. <laughs> so there, there's a line here. I, I think we might have missed it. Uh, again, so I'm sorry. Look yeah. at her face. She does the same expression all the time. This has to be from Mr. Elmore. There's our boy. No, this is new footage. This is actually new footage. Oh, okay. So we should talk about this. In the American version, in this scene, Godzilla and Angelus are dubbed over. Right. In the Japanese version, which is what we're watching, when they talk to each other because they hear the tape, uh, they talk in comic books. Yes. And what I wanted to say was this movie is meant may, may, meant to be a live action manga. Right. And that's like you can tell from the fact that the main character is a manga artist, but also every character is wearing an outfit that they wear the whole movie. It's supposed to be like a uniform. And Godzilla speaks in text bubbles, right? And the whole idea behind this film, it, it's supposed to feel like you're watching an episode of, of a TV, like a, like an anime show. Right. And um, and I think people don't, don't pick up on that. And, and the things people don't know about this, because this is infamous in America as the movie where Godzilla talks. Right? But in Japan, he doesn't talk. He talks and, in speech bubbles. And here to like, a, like, like a live... Anger, yeah. yes. So this is supposed to be a live-action manga. And this scene... Yeah. This scene I love, I love how he actually... It. Yeah, what's up? What, 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 what are yeah. you proposing, Godzilla? Yo, what's go with that see, tape they're playing? Go see what's up. Uh, okay. So okay, so clearly yeah. Godzilla's the dominant figure. He's he's he's, uh, he's, he's the, he tells him to hurry. Even he's uh, who is he? He's the big boss. Man. I love those little toy cars. He sends a scale. Godzilla's he, the big boss he, man. You know, hey, word for me. I, I I actually for a second I thought that was real. <laughs> you know I mean. <sighs> okay, I'm one of the biggest fans of this film, and this film has a lot of fans. It has a lot of detractors. It uh, yeah so. yeah yes and yes yeah. <laughs> and Both it's, it's, it's you know it's because I've seen a lot of people really trash this film for sure. Because I mean, some of the guys that love them is um, the guys who collect uh, the Xbox Chows, uh, yeah. the Leslie Chambers, and and, and the, um, gosh, I forgot his name. I'm sorry. Well, the, the other, the rich, rich, rich Iso. Is it the, so Leslie the, the two, Chambers? Yes. Is it the, the guy we saw once, we watched once yeah, together? Yeah, and, okay. and Rich Iso. Uh, the, both of the two biggest uh, X-Plus collector channels both think put this in their top five. Guys really? Best. And uh, Leslie Chambers put this as his number one kaiju battle in the whole franchise. The final battle, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming just, just the guy gets yeah. Godzilla stuff. And, and I like, think I this, this final battle is what made me a Godzilla fan. 
Because I, but, but you know, a lot of it is stock footage from earlier movies, but I didn't know that as a kid. Right. So I was, I was like, wow. But even the stuff that's original is good. I find the Gigan stuff at the end, and it's so. so you know, to, to, to just explain, explain, explain the, the, the plot really quick. The, the girl says her brother works for this company, and he hasn't come home. Right. And right now, the main character just found the brother's lighter, and his boss is basically saying, "Well, what are you doing here, bro? Like, this isn't working hours, right?" So the girl, his brother has disappeared, and there's an earlier scene where the brother's like, why don't you guys like let me out of here? Stop keeping me prisoner. And it's one of my favorite lines of the film. One of the aliens is like, you're not a prisoner, you're just working some overtime, buddy. It's like, don't come home, we'll pay you double time. Don't even come home. Look how much money you're making. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so great. here they find the brother's lighter, uh, which confirms to the girl that he's a prisoner for, uh, by the aliens. Right. And, and so now, this is more Scooby-Doo stuff, they do an investigation, and you know, I was pretty interested as, as a kid in, in this film, just trying to find out, okay, what's going on with this world show that's land? And I love Disneyland. I think this, this, this plot appeals really to kids, because it's Disneyland, it's the world's children's land, it's evil. Yeah. It's an evil amusement park that they yeah. got to investigate. Yeah. It, it, it's like Scooby-Doo, right? You know what I mean? Well, you know, one of the most popular, I don't, I'd love to, I, I would actually love to see how many volumes every Goosebumps books has sold. But I remember one of the most popular ones at my school was the, um, there's an amusing park the episode. Is, oh, Horrorland. Welcome Horrorland. to Horrorland. Yeah, where, you know, the, basically humans end up becoming the food of the... the I, I read it, yeah, I read it. And a lot of people really liked it, you know, just that whole gimmick. And I, I, I'd love to know if that actually was, so, so, right? But, um, so the, the hippie's entire gimmick is that he loves eating bananas and phallic-shaped foods. That's yeah. his character. He likes bananas. Yeah. Like, what is this? It's one-dimensional character. It's made to be like his. I just want to point out, he's clearly wearing a wig. And he's clearly much older than he's supposed to be. There are also supposed to be, like, young, hip teens. This guy is, like, 38. You know what I mean? 37. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like, look, look at her face. I'm sorry. I yeah. cannot get over she her. She looks concerned. Spamming that concerned, cutesy, worried look that yeah. makes her look vulnerable and therefore more attractive. Doe-eyed. For whatever reason. It's amazing how Gengo doesn't see how attractive she is, nor does her hippie friend. Um... I love this fishbowl lens. But the, this fishbowl also lens the effect. the soundtrack's really good. It's exciting and involving. It's a military part. Yes. So this is them investigating. It's and pure Scooby-Doo. Uh, sorry, I, I can't even... I know. Fail to comment how amazing she looks. It's the shot. highlight of the movie. <laughs> that shot. Really good. No, I really think... Uh, yeah, Godzilla guy I, I love the song. Really I love, good, actually. I love this, God's, I love this uh, military martial place here. It's just so chill. And I it's, guess this is a good... It's also sort of montage-ish. Like, we just went through. So they're, they're investigating. It's a montage. Yeah. And I love and it. They're the casually smoking. Yeah. Oh, casually. You're for sure. It's just, you know. Just... You know. And, oh, okay. It's a, it, we're assuming Angles has been at this for a day. <laughs> he's been, <laughs> he, he at least, at well. least all night. He's been pedaling hard. He's, he, he's going for Godzilla's it. Godzilla's just sitting there, like, drinking his little beer, having a little nap. Angles, go, what's that weird tape? You, like, you check As it. far as we know, Angles was having a very relaxing day. Now, Godzilla just ordered him across the yeah, ocean bro. to go investigate. He's the Don. Um, what, some sound they heard off of a video cassette? Godzilla's the godfather. Angles what is, is just this? the henchman. Okay, well, okay, let's assume Godzilla's earned his status as the godfather. Yes, he certainly What is. is the guy holding? Like, what, what kind of He was trippy? combing his hair with that but What kind of trippy thing is that's that? A, that's a comb of some kind. So this is them investigating uh, the world children's land. She's people. really 
Okay, you know. And so now they they but they, she's they discover they, gorgeous, they so. discover the World Shonen's Line headquarters are in Sweden, and that the and that the chairman's name he comes from this one little town. And so pure Scooby Doo, right? Yes. And I love them. Okay, so now him and back to this the montage. Him, him and the hippie gentleman now are going to the chairman's town to investigate the guy. Um. One of the interesting things about this film is it's a very strange script. It's very strangely structured. Uh, in a lot of these kaiju films, they'll have the monsters fight like in the thirty-minute mark, have a first battle, right, right, and then like you know they both get knocked out, whatever, and then they don't fight again until an hour in. Yeah, maybe they fight a third time an hour and a half in. And this movie has nothing. It has no monster fights for like the first hour, zero. Yeah, it's just it's just kind of maybe almost like a slow paced investigation. Right for the first hour with no monsters, yeah. and the last hour is just forty minutes of nonstop monsters. Like it's, yeah. the pacing is so weird. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So the, I'd love to know how this compares to the previous Godzilla films. Um, you know, in, in terms of the formula, I, I remember it's it's a much younger cast. I think it's trying to capture that youthful energy. But um, it's, it, you're right. It's strange that they, they don't even have the monsters appear for that amount of time. Because, like, right now, you, if you're watching this for the first time, you know, you don't know it, it, what's going on with Children's Line. Are they aliens? Nothing has clued you in that they're aliens yet. So, if you're watching this fresh as, like, 12 years old, whatever, and you don't, 10, 11 years old, maybe younger, you don't know they're aliens. You, you're into the mystery, the investigation. Yeah, you are. You know why? Because the characters are likable for kids. Yeah, and 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 this movie was made for kids, right. which, which it's, it's time. To like you can get behind these characters; that they're not. What's the word? Um, they're not. They're they're like fantasy characters. For kids. The, it, it, he, this guy's like a greasy no, hippie, and the but, other guy's like a, like a manga artist. What kid doesn't want these? Jokes? Not only that, but they're, they're so um, they're not mm. threatening for kids. Right. Okay, they're sort of submissive. Male <laughs> adult character. The men are goofballs. The right. hippie's a goofball, and the main character is a goofball. You could imagine a kid almost speaking to them as equals. Wow. If this is a kid's movie. Now this is an amazing. You, this you, is an amazing scene on some level. Um, they say this kid Fumio died. Right. And but he's a chairman of Children's Land, so they're going to investigate where he was born. And they meet this guy who says, and, and th so the main character tells him Fumio's a genius. He's doing like space physics, right? Something. And this man, and this guy now laughs. The old man, he's like, "Fumio, Fumio was the dumbest guy I ever met." And then they all laugh, and they're all laughing at how stupid a dead kid was, because Fumio died in in a hiking accident. Now they're all laughing on how dumb a dead kid was. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's so casually bad taste. And and so they play some creepy music right here, right? And they're like, "Oh, Fumio and his instructor both died climbing a mountain, and they happen to be the guys who were running children's life. And when I saw it as a kid, I thought it was like, that's, that's enticing. It's like, yeah, whoa. It is, it is. Well, that's strange. I wonder what the, the deal with that is. How is that possible? I mean, it, it's, it raises... I'm wondering if we've ever had anything like this in terms of like the story. Like this type of, of mystery reveal story ever in Godzilla before this. And I don't think so. So no, I don't. No. Even, I don't even I think that no. this is you only being like your second Godzilla film. I think had you seen this in general in any order, you would have liked this. No, no, I'm just just a random idea, I, you know, because it is very different. Like here's the thing: Megalon is not a mystery. This is this is one of my is, favorites. Is Megalon a mystery movie? No. no. Well, it, you know, when I saw this, I think it was bit. the year 1998. You know, we didn't have internet. We saw it on VHS. So this is before. Wait, no. When did Godzilla? So Godzilla came out in '98, right? Oh, no, 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 yeah, but yeah, I, think I saw it around that time. I, we, our local blockbuster had a bunch of Godzilla tapes, right. and, you know, but um, 
you know, I had no no internet, no access to internet. So, like, I didn't know that they were aliens. I was already watching this, like, what's going to happen? Okay. Like, I was enjoying the investigation. So you're saying that if someone has seen the, the series in the order, they would probably assume they're aliens because they've just seen, you know, um, you yes. know, um, but I, Astro, Astro Monster and uh, but, but I would, but I would ar- argue... Or, sorry, the Gitarra film. I would argue that most of the people seeing this film in 1972 were kids. Uh, and they... Okay. So it was called the Champion... It was called the Champion Film Festival. Champion Mitsuri Film Festival. Right. Which so, is a daycare. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> summer school or yeah, whatever, vacation. So what, it, what it was, it was like three times a year. So this film would have played in a film festival for kids... And this film festival would happen three times a year. It would happen on, over like the equivalent, the Jatia stoppage. This no, but this is the the Strayal Monsters uh, theme, right? Right. Like, um, like he, so all you, the you, you all now, now, no, 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 <laughs> it's not. That's not what it is actually. All the music in this film is stock music because once again, they were going to stop making Godzilla movies in '68 because they saw how much. Uh, the box office takings had plunged in Son of Godzilla. So they said, we're just going to end it right now with Destroy All Monsters. Right. Do a big finale, milk all the money and get out. Right. But then they realized they could make Gamera movies for so cheap. Right. That Gamera, sorry, that Dae was making Gamera films for a very low budget and the Godzilla producer said, why don't we just slash her budget and appeal to kids? Right? Right. And so one of the ways that the budget was slashed is this is all the music in this film was from other movies. I think this is scenes from Atragon. So really? all the scenes of people running away are not newly filmed. You're kidding. They couldn't even get that. No. They had but, such, but this is all new. This is all new, yes. yes. But, like, the budget on this film was so low, they didn't get Akira Ifukube uh, to, to make music. They literally just reused his old scores. <laughs> now, now, two things. The music in Godzilla vs. Hedera was super experimental. Right. So I think this was part of the theorious backpedal. Right. That we're, we're going to put... It's going to be another alien it's invasion because that worked in the past. But it's literally copy paste. Yes. Like, we're not even thinking like, oh, yes. oh, it's sync composer, but new music. No, no. Yes, we're giving you the old stuff. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just going to be Ghidorah gangs that worked in the past. It's going to be aliens gangs that worked in the past. And we're just going to give you Ifiku based right. music again because right. that experimental right. music right. in Hedera was right. too weird. And wait, you're saying that the suit from this film is from uh, Sea Monster. The Angerous suit? Everest, the Angerous right. suit would have been reused from the Stroyal Monsters. They made a new suit for him in the Stroyal Monsters. There's a second movie that was used. The Godzilla suit was the same one for the Stroyal Monsters, and, yes. and it was used in... Uh, it, the Godzilla suit was used previously in uh, the Stroyal Monsters, as well as Smog Monster and uh, Godzilla's Revenge. And this is the fourth time it was used. And it, infamously, it is falling apart in some scenes. <laughs> um, I don't understand the point of this scene. I never did. Angulus, oh, go- Angulus? Angulus goes to investigate. The military shows up, sh- shoots a bunch of missiles at him, and he runs away. And it adds nothing to the story. It almost seems formulaic, though. It's like, listen, we have to have a payoff. Yeah, I, I think I think this was like they 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 realized maybe that like, hey, the monsters don't fight until an hour in, and they were like, like at this point, like the kids are gonna ride. The kids are gonna tear all the seats up in the theater, <laughs> and like we need to throw a monster scene in for them for no reason to the plot, just to keep them at like. Um, and it's fun at the Angulus suit breaks. It's okay. Yeah, the it's like so. And then a lot of the shots of the military shooting at Angulus is stock footage from earlier films. Uh, pr- pr- I think primarily War of the Gargantuas. Really. And a f- couple shots from Destroy All Monsters. And you can tell because it's funny because the War of the Gargantuas footage, the military looks modern, and the Destroy All Monsters stuff, the military looks futuristic. And the, these mazers that you know, that's War of the Gargantuas. These mazers firing anyway. 
So there's some new footage and some old footage. Personally, I think this scene is a complete waste of time. It adds nothing to the story. Other than humiliating Godzilla's buddy Anglis, because this is like one the one out of the 1,000 times in history in which the military actually succeeds in chasing a monster away. Because they're always completely ineffectual in every movie. Except right now, they succeed in chasing Anglis away, which makes him the lowest monster on the totem pole. <laughs> you know, he, he's weak. But anyway, so I just want to say, yeah, the music here was recycled for previous films because he did not have a budget. Right, but but also it, it, it just... Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, but I, I will say, the, the title track over the opening credits, the song is from a documentary about the birth of Japan that Ifakube scored for the 1960, 1970, sorry, the 1970 Expo World's Fair. Ifakube scored it. So it, it's stock footage, the opening theme that plays later in the Godzilla Battle. It's a really cool theme that plays over the opening credits. It's stock music, but it was made for a documentary that was barely seen. So for any Godzilla fan watching this, it sounded like you could be music for the first time. Interesting. Well, this scene, I heard criticism on this scene. Um, the, the, so the guy who's locked up is a brother of the female character. A foot and uh, right. or Gengo here and him. This is supposed to be like a ten scene of of the, he's basically the guy who's locked up. The brother of the main girl is trying to escape, right? Mm -hmm. And and instead of making it a ten scene of him trying to escape, they kind of make it into a joke of them playing tug of war with this sort of like lock pick. You know, instead of being a ten scene and trying to escape, it's like it's, it's a gag. It's, it's gag. Interesting choice, and it's very. Um, it feels very conscious. Like, at this point, like, this is, like, a key moment. Like, what is this film about? Is yeah. this a comedy, or yeah, is this... I love this shot, and they just watch this. Like, ah, yeah. oh, that, that was cool. Cool, you Samir. It, it, okay. Yeah. By the way, at, at this point, he's just basically caught by the hand. I mean, yep. he, he, he's still trying to weasel his way out. It's like he's been clearly caught. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is almost, it's, it's almost comedic in that sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because of that. The guy's just the, the guy's just messing with him now. <laughs> you have yeah, and you know he doesn't have infinite patience for this guy trying to like. Um, but right, so he leaves, and it doesn't make sense. So the, the the alien evil guy is clearly onto him. So why doesn't he just eliminate him right here instead of going through all this song and dance? Yeah, and he gives him that, which has a tracker. Right, the cigarettes have a tracker. Yeah, as if the smile didn't. Uh, Give it away. <laughs> Enjoy. Love it. And I love, they're like, they're like, the, the aliens are thinking about this guy. What do you think of this guy? He's like, stupid. In the English, Foolish yet cunning. In the English dub, he goes, stupid yet cunning. <laughs> and so, you know, and uh, now why do they need to use trackers to find out where he lives? They didn't take, like, the information from their new employee of where he lives on, like, the employee form. No, no. I don't know. I mean, every business is different, of course. But, so like some random stock music from an earlier movie that has no place being here. Some... Okay, I think this is maybe the stupidest scene. Of the Do movie. you understand though? Look at her face. She's doing the same expression the whole film. The cute scene, worried. Oh my god! Yes, her being worried makes her seem like a you know doe-eyed little. One. It's 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 just very attractive. I know. By the way, so so they hit the tracker, but it's I love how they just show the two dudes. Now here's the stupidest part of the movie, I think. At one point, these guys pull guns on the main characters, yeah. and the main character's girlfriend enters the home, right? Right. And then she like runs from the exit door to where the the henchmen are saying or are, are and kicks the guns out, of, like kicks them, right? 
And it's like, why didn't they shoot her if she was coming up to them? And later she like punches them a few times or whatever, attacks them, and they run away, right? If you pay close attention to the film, after she kicks them a few times, these henchmen, they run out of the apartment. So like, they're holding their guns, turn around and shoot her. And it's like, you know, like she she closes the, the gap. You're right. Now here, the, so you you say the yeah. quick cut basically gave her like six meters in a millisecond. Right, but here, look, the aliens are holding the gun. Why don't they just turn around and shoot them? They right. have a space advantage. Of course, she of chased course. them off. Of course, it's just so poorly like directed. And, but but you know the scene ends so quickly that mm. you don't even think about it. I, I yeah, I probably do. never noticed that until like my fourth, fifth Me, time watching no, this movie. I yeah. doubt it was the fourth, probably the right. second, oh, maybe okay. the first. Not the first, definitely. Not. <laughs> no, no, maybe the second. I, w- I would assume at least. But, but you gotta admit, like from 1972, like it was pretty cool, pretty radical, maybe to show, you know, the girl being such an ass kicker, and, and the man is the wimp. Right. Unless that's just part of the joke. Like it, the whole movie is just a big joke, and that's part of it. I think so too. I think it's very conscious too. The way he acts is it's it's it is exaggerated. Wait, how what? Yeah. How is Godzilla with Angelus? Uh he beat Angelus beat a haste retreat. Did uh, Angelus go back to Monster Island? Yeah. Like he just teleport back there? Just don't think about it. <laughs> what? <laughs> so essentially they're playing out some sort of tape on reel to reel uh tape recorder. At this point if you're not thinking what, then <laughs> So, um, this is officially Criterion Collection. Like, officially. Like, this is on par with, what, Citizen Kane? This is on par with uh, Seven Samurai, at the very least. At the, be- <laughs> at the very least. Oh, we've come a long way, guy, again. <laughs> you know, I like the set here. With all, like, the metallic stuff. It actually looks like they had a pretty nice budget. And it's like, did they really even need to use so much software? Um... Well, of course, this scene ruins the nice budget idea. I, I always, okay, you know, I've, I've read about uh, Daye's actual reaction to mystery science theaters and reviews of Gamera in the early 90s, making fun of it, and apparently they were horrified, because really? apparently Gamera has some sort of Legitimacy? <laughs> legit, yeah, legitimacy, let's just call it. Like, there, it is a respected property, right? Like a classic thing. Even though it was made with the budget that it was made with, and you know, he is filled with the camera is not supposed to be a joke, and so that's camera. So imagine Godzilla. Something at the very least, like the Japanese must consider this film to be absolutely legitimate, like not you know the stock footage cash. Okay, this, this, this is a cash. By the way, this comes out nowhere. Okay, so we have like what? What is this? I believe that's a toy. I, uh, I believe uh, they, that's an action figure. That I is believe all... you can buy him from Hasbro for uh, ten ninety nine. And this shot, I mean, the way they they synchronize their flip, you know, they're kaiju bros. In and and Godzilla's now so Guy Gang was made to go across the ocean back to Godzilla, and that's now... a, a suit from Son of Godzilla. You can tell it's the ugliest thing in history. Um, <laughs> They, they, they often use the previous movie suit for the water suit. Right, uh, right. because who cares if it gets broken? <laughs> because the Sonic Godzilla suit it's probably shouldn't be used. Music's very evoking. Well, it wasn't from this movie. <laughs> I think this is the opening music of Ballad Outer Space. Oh, so not even a Godzilla property. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. But, an Ifikubi film, nonetheless. Uh, nonetheless. 
I love how Angus is just floating, like with his mouth open, like he's being pulled on a wire or something. I don't know. <laughs> um. I mean, this is so Scooby Doo. You got your like team of ragtag teens with the hip. It really does feel. And it actually feels like both of the girls are trying to out-act each other into seeing like, who who is the most, uh, most <laughs> attractive of the two. Like, they're, they're both pulling like, I can't really believe that hippie faces. guy is not interested in that young woman he's friends with. Well, he's inexplicably friends with. Right. I mean... Well, that's how you know this is for kids, I think. It's so for kids. So, yeah, so they were going to end Godzilla and destroy all monsters, and they decided to continue it at much lower budgets made for kids. And the Japanese film industry was in complete shambles by the early 70s, um, to the point where most of the films being released were erotic films, because you had to give them something they couldn't see on TV <laughs> to right. get them into a theater. Right. Uh, so, now these films were released in film festivals, and it happened three times a year, usually during their equivalent of March break, summer break, and winter break. Okay. And so this would, this would have been paired with episodes of, like, Ultraman on the big screen, and it would have been, like, uh, like a, it would have been, like, a seven-hour festival for kids, uh, it would have been like a seven. I, I saw, it would have been like a seven-hour film festival for kids. And the whole idea behind this film festival was like, really, all it was was it's March break. Let's give the moms an excuse to go to the mall for eight hours and right. leave the kids. By the way, I love this too. The man is so, he once again he's a bumbling moron. He's right. too weak to climb up the tower. He's too tired. She the girlfriend's asked, grabbing. He yeah. grabs his hand, dragging him up the stairs. Amazing. Yeah. But like, so the parents. No, in, you're in, right. In, this in Japan. film, film. You know, here's the thing. They could have gone. Like, okay, this film goes back to, in some way, like, it feels safe, but I don't know, it, it does feel different. Like, they didn't just really... Like, I think they, they really tried to make a film that would appeal to kids. So, like, we're going to make it like okay. a manga. Kids love mangas. We're going to need characters one person But in, 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 in that sense, it is well made. The girl is a, a butt kicker. <laughs> like, can you agree that with that? Like, can, like would, you, would you agree with that? In the sense that they were... I think if I was a child in 1972 and I watched this movie, I would have been like, damn, that was fun. That was a good way right. to, That's way to what spend I mean. my Saturday. So it's like, this film, in a way, is, like, a total success. Yeah. Um, so it's really quick. So like is that just, is hilarious. So by these, the way, the way she just taps them and they just collapse yeah. is amazing. Judo chop, baby. Mm. Um, and you know, once again, yeah. the mirror they, shot. They really spam that mirror shot, eh? Oh, I'm I'm sure they made this in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again, though, considering that the film is pretty well made, you know. If you're a child in 1972, the the audience that this film is made for, ten year olds, you would have loved it. Um, I was gonna say this film festival. So they would show episodes of animes. They would show episodes of like Ultraman, Ultraman Jack, or whatever the series was by '72, on the big screen in color, and they and they would top it all off with a new Godzilla movie, and that would have been like eight hours of seven hours, whatever of movies, and it would let the mommies drop their little kids off and go shopping or have some alone time with daddy. And it, it, this was just a daycare. This was I mean, this film was produced as a. It was called the Matsuri Champion Film Festival. It was produced as a daycare package to get your kids out of your hair for seven hours I while hear, you go shopping. I hear that people who grew up with those film festivals, <clears throat> um, even now, they start distributing the actual cuts of Godzilla. So there were shorter cuts of the original films. Yes, the film festival, like twenty minutes. So they actually have the. Those specific cuts available, and apparently, apparently, people just buy them freely. Like they're they're actually available for right for commercial. I think it's a set, yeah. Which is right. So or the yeah. DVDs had those. Like, right, the, the, they exist. Okay, this is. Mm, damn. But so this film was made as part of like like a anime movie 
and a couple of episodes of Ultraman Film Festival for to occupy kids for seven hours so the moms can go to the mall. That was the purpose of this movie. Is this shot not from King Kong? I, I, I couldn't tell you. It could be. I'd have to check. But I remember the film starting this way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but This is hilarious because one of the aliens says that we come from another planet where a species like yours went extinct because of all the pollution they made. And this footage is supposed to represent their planet. This is stock footage from the previous movie. It goes over to right. the The film... Sea monster, uh, smog monster. So this is, in a sense, like you know, Rise of Skywalker uh, using stock footage. I love it. There, you see the Coca Cola truck? This is supposed to be footage of their planet. Apparently, their planet also had Coca Cola, and it was also called Coca Cola. Wait, hold on. That's just your interpretation. I okay. think that, I think he's mentioning what happened to his planet, but they're showing how that relates to what's going on currently in our planet. I, that's possible too. Although, if it is, if my interpretation is correct, that it's really dumb. <laughs> The, the point is, you would not put it past them to actually have him actually talking about his own planet. And well, he is Coca- talking about his own planet. A Coca-Cola truck. But you could argue that the foot... He is talking talking about his own planet, but you could argue that the footage is supposed to be like a parallel of what's going on in our world right now. Right. The fact that you could argue that, that they probably were going for that, or maybe at least, yeah. is enough to... Yeah, be like, okay, this is... But, uh... And so, okay, so these guys... Okay, spoiler alert, haha. They're gigantic cockroaches. And they use the dead human bodies as their quote uniforms to hide their cockroach form in. Does this mean and it just it just cracks me up because if, if that footage is supposed to be really represented planets, they're just like a planet like Earth, it's the same as Earth with Coca Cola, but they had gigantic six foot cockroaches. <laughs> you know, that's the only difference. No, but it's and this is so, this like it's this, not, I love this shot. It's inexplicable. It's out of like the Twilight Zone from the you know whatever what fifties. I don't know why he does that thing with his mouth. But you know what it is. When they show the shadows of the cockroaches on the wall, like, it's creepy, it's cool, but it's also saying, yeah, we didn't have a budget for cockroach suits. This is what you're getting. Right, right. And underscored further by this shot of little toys flying around. Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, I mean, she's a tough girl, but she is just a woman. She has to faint at the sight of cockroaches. Like, right. She is just a woman, after all. <laughs> Image projection, I... Okay. Bro, we're gonna like stuff a cockroach inside of you. Get used to it. Okay. Um, so you know, I, I remember the Gitterheads uh, moving more than that. <laughs> yeah. So these special effects are worse than they were eight years ago because the budget's just not there. The, the, you know, they could have used the, the original puppet. I mean, you know, I, I hear Gittera is actually pretty difficult to maneuver. Well. Like historically, like you he need is, a staff to maneuver him. Gitter has been at this point in three films, right? He's been in, in the original Gitter, yes. Astro Monster, and Destroy All Monsters. So I guess this will be the fourth. Yeah. Yes, this would be his fourth appearance in the Godzilla franchise, and his last, right? In the shows. That's true. This is last. Oh my goodness! His last appearance, canon in the Showas, is him running away from Godzilla at the end of the battle. Alright, more if it's stock footage. Just d- stock footage what, what, what and film? stock music. Just dip what, what, film? what film? Is this Gargantua? Is it like is it even Godzilla? I believe it would be Gargantua because of the Mazer cannons okay. which I use on that film. Was that considered like revolutionary when it happened in Gargantua's? I think it happened in, in, in the Mysterians before, but those are just okay. famous shots. This would be footage of the Destroy All Monsters. You can tell because the, the, the government equipment is way more advanced than in the modern day because that movie oh, set in 1999. I think okay. this is from Godzilla vs. Mothra. 
So they made all of their whatever. I've actually their... read that they had stock footage. This is from the Straw Monsters shot. It's a really good shot. I read they have stock footage from 12 different movies to make up this film. Okay, well, at least they tried. <laughs> you know, it kind of like, works because the footage oh, from Destroyal Monsters the and the footage from uh, War of the Gargantuas is set at night and so is the new footage. So it gels. And this is some of the only shots of like the new Ghidra. This is new footage of Ghidra using oh his heads. God. I mean, but, it, but it's not really anything too impressive. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, it's really hard to really hide past the fact that these look like toys at this point. But, I don't know. I don't know. The, the sense of anticipation, I think, works at this point. Um, Gitter is a big draw. You can't really ignore any scene with Ghidorah. You know, in wrestling terms, this is called getting the rub. So basically, whenever a new character appears that they want to make famous in wrestling, they'll yeah. place that character with a with a more established wrestler. Like are, say, are, are they giving God? They're using Ghidorah yeah, to give Gigan the rub. That's what I mean. It's like you're listen. You're gonna pay attention to Gigan, and he's already established. By association, <laughs> the fact that's that, smart. The, the fact that Gitter, like it implies that Gitter is allowing Guy to hang around, hang hang out with him. He's cool. He must, like he, he's cool he, enough. They're, 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 and he's badass enough that he's allowing him to be his partner in his little venture that is sort of not really explained, but whatever. <laughs> okay, so apparently the, shows the up. aliens are under mind control. The the, the, the kai, okay, let's stop. The, the kaiju are under mind. The control. kaiju are under mind control okay. from the tape that the aliens play. Okay. Now, I love this shot, because right here, these are two little dolls, like Barbies, but I think they're supposed to represent models, like, oh, in a clothing store. Right, the, the plastic models. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which is kind of clever, I would say. So it's interesting, because the shots of Gaian swinging his claw are new footage, but the stocks, the shots of the buildings being destroyed are old footage, which works. Unlike this scene, which doesn't work, because this is uh, footage from 1964's Ghidorah 3 Headed Monster, but you can tell the new footage with Gigant is shot in the nighttime, and the old footage is shot in the day. Right. And, and like, you just but, gotta shake your head. But like, they did try to use a filter, at least. Yes, they like filtered the night footage, to, they kind of tinted it to make it look dimmer, but it doesn't work. They tinted the old footage to make it dimmer, to make it look more like night, but it doesn't work. And, um, it does, it, you know, well... I mean, okay, this is selling guy in. Like, look what he's got. He's got his butt on his chest. Not very practical. Uh -huh. It is not. <laughs> but, you know, it's cool. Um, now, I have an interview with Teriyoshi Nakano, the director of special effects of this movie, who said, okay, Godzilla vs. Hedra was apparently so hated, so hated in Toho, this movie was, you know, supposed to be just the opposite, right? They even made, they even made the monster guy again, the complete opposite of Hedra. Meaning Hedera is sludgy and soft. Right. So this movie is a refutation of the previous film. Right. Hedera is soft and sludgy. This guy is nothing but spikes. He's like he's got a buzz saw. He's got like hook arms. He's got spiky feet. He's got a spike on his forehead. Right. He's nothing but spikes. Right. 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 He's supposed to be like complete opposite of Hedera. That's how they designed him with the knowledge. Also, they give him his own city destruction scene, which Hedera did not have. Right. At most, Hedera had that scene with the cars, which is actually pretty Love impressive, to be honest. Yeah. Like, it, it, that shot is impressive, I think. Love that shot, yeah. It, 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 like, it's, it's one of the standout moments of the whole film. So, but, like, um, here you have stock footage and stock music together. 
Mm -hmm. um, but now, arguably, they didn't need the stock footage. They could have just shot that. They could have only included the new footage of Gigan breaking buildings in this film, and it would have been all right. It would have gotten the message across. Like, but okay, they're destroying I things. I think they figured out. Let's say we need Gitter doing something, inter intercutting, yeah. and are we going to film it? And we new? have no budget. We have we have this stuff filmed already. Just have him destroy and random scenes. We'll filter I'm, the scene. I'm going to defend the stock footage in this film. Uh, not as of today's standard. Not not into today. It's I can't defend it in terms of DVDs or me watching it in this year, whatever this year is, the modern year. I can't defend it that way. Right. This is new footage, right? Because it's actually night. But yeah. I can defend it when uh, it was. That's a, when that's a good shot. I like that. Yes. Shot. I, I can defend it when it was released. The stock footage. I think Sorry Godzilla vs. Mothra right now. Uh, this Ooh. you know this I believe is new footage. Okay. But these tanks actually interact with... This is new footage of Ghidra. Right. And the tanks, I believe, are new footage. And this is new footage, and Ghidra's new footage. So they could have only used the new Ghidra... This is old, I think, from Rodan. That wow. one shot. Wow. <laughs> and this, you know... So a lot of this... This is stock from Godzilla vs. the Astro Monster. But a lot of the footage will be new. And they could have just used only new footage of Gigan breaking things and only new footage of Ghidra breaking things. They wouldn't even have to use stock footage. Yeah. But one thing I want to defend this movie... In 1972, so this is new footage right here with, right, with okay. that black night sky. Okay, okay. Um, anyway, in 19, and I think you'll see some huge scenes of Gator destroying stuff. But in 1972, the audience for this film was like 10. <laughs> that stock footage came out eight years earlier, so they were like two when it came out. And the other thing is, people didn't own VHS hey, or DVD or Blu-ray. This would have so been fresh. You could never like rent a movie. Right. You could only see the movie in theaters when it came out, or many years later on television if you could catch it. So, when kids who were 10, when this film came out, who were like 2 or 3, when, when the stock film, the stock footage was being used from came out, it was new to them. Right. The, the footage of King Yudor destroying a city, even though it was stock footage, was new footage for that young audience. It was right. new to them. Right, right, right. And if, even if you were an old Godzilla fan who saw that footage originally eight years earlier, you, you were grateful. You would not remember this. You were grateful, too. You're like, oh, I can see that awesome scene of King Ghidorah destroying right. stuff. Because there's no VHS. But, there's no way to watch this at home. But we're talking about the, the, the probably literal 5% who would have even realized yes. that that was a shot from a previous mm -hmm. film. <laughs> right? Even like, if it was, he probably would have been like, thanks, Toho. I, wa I waited like eight years to see that footage again. Thing, why is Godzilla in such a hurry? Why is he so invested in this? Uh, what? Well, the, the, steel the, the, mill being blown up. The pre. Like, okay, so this is new footage of Hannibal. No, like, Godzilla's up, telling Angerus. I'm just saying they didn't have to Angelus? use stock footage. They could have just, just filmed these couple of shots of King Ghidorah blowing stuff yeah. up. Like this would have been enough. And Gigan blows a few things up, and Godzilla comes. Like we get it. I, I, I think you're right. I think we, you're right. They didn't even need to have the stock footage. Like there was enough yeah. new stuff to make a movie. I, I guess, uh, you know, one hour 30 sounds better than one hour 20, like, you know, <laughs> if, you're, if you're handing in a film, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I, 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 I can't think, like, I'm trying to actually logically think, like, what was the reason for that yeah. extra footage? What, one of the things Teriyoshi Nakano, the special effects director, was really proud of was that his fire scenes had a really cool red tinge. All the newly filmed fire shots of this film have a cool red redness to the fire. Why is you'll, that? you'll see it later, maybe not. You're, maybe you won't see it right here, but the, the, the fire has a cool red tinge. Okay. I believe some of this will be stock footage from Godzilla's The Sea Monster. Okay. With tinted darker. Interesting. But I also think some of it is not from a Godzilla film. I think some of it is from a War, World War II movie total Interesting. shot. Interesting. Okay. And some of it is new. But the, the footage of the, well, whatever But you are. see, like, the fire is tinted red. I don't know if you can tell. You can see it later, maybe in later scenes. It looks really cool, the fire, in some shots. And, okay. Terry Yoshi Nakano, he's really uh, noted for his pyrotechnics. Okay, okay. 
of the special effects director of this film. You never had pyrotechnics this big in the 60s of Godzilla's. You never had this many explosions. So, in a way, okay, so this film does It's more intense. Have... It okay. ramps up the intensity. You never had this amount of explosions in 60s right. Godzilla. Right, okay, that's, okay. So, I think, okay. Yeah. This, the legacy of this film. I mean, I'm 10 years old. If I'm it... looking at this in a the theater. I'm going, damn! Yeah, that's what I, okay. Like, you get your kaiju bang for your brother. Yeah, you do. So, well, especially the last 40 minutes. <laughs> Let's... It's, I mean, it's a it, really it, it, interesting... I, I don't know if I've ever seen a film yeah. do this, where like, it just holds off on the payoff. For so like, long. Usually, like, like everything's for me like these days. Right? Right. It's like, you know, whatever. Uh, Fast and the Furious. I have the first chase scene 20 minutes in. Five 40 minutes, minutes in. Five minutes in. Five minutes in. Then 20, scene. then 40, yeah. then whatever. Right? It's yeah. like... Characterization, boom, final battle, done. So infamously, so this is like this is non- new footage, new footage, right? New footage, new footage. Oh, we have, we have new not footage. Even okay, gone. now this is footage from War of the Gargantuas. Oh. That's not Guy Gang Carl behind is the, the tree. War of the Gargantuas. Yeah, I, and they reuse the same stock footage in the next movie too. No, so shameless. From Megalon, you're they use it in Megalon too. Oh. And I love how like this is new footage, oh. but it just matches the beam of the old footage yeah. perfectly. Yeah. Well, they're, they this is new. To. You can tell this is new footage because the t- red tin on the fire, okay. and they never had to use any stock footage. They could have just used these shots of Ghidorah blowing up a couple of tanks. They didn't need eight minutes of Ghidorah and Gigan destroying a city. They could have had like four. Yeah. Would have gotten the message across with no old footage. You're right. But for 1972, you couldn't have seen that old footage. It wouldn't have mattered. Right. Right. And I think these are shots of invasion of the Astro Monster. So if you basically suspend your disbelief, that, that's, that's a really yeah, nice like that's shot. the best shot in the film. That's, yeah, that's yeah, I think you're right. It's only two point five seconds long. Oh, it keeps going. So good for a little. It's very nice. Yeah, it is because it, it gives you scale. You didn't need stock footage. You could have just had this one shot of them, yeah, just, like this new shot of them destroying. Would have been fine. It gives you so much. It gives you scale. Yeah. It gives you um, explosions. Everything about music, it. Music. The music is yeah. is is epic. It, it might is. be from an earlier film, but 1972. You're eight years old. Whatever. You're watching this. You're blown away by that music. You, you, anyway. you know what this is in wrestling terms this is like the, tag hot, team, the yeah. hot tag like they're about to come in and break the, the dominance of the heels so basically if, if, and if, overturn it dramatically if, if, if this movie Guys Lovers vs. Guy Again has any influence on the kaiju genre as a whole it's it's the one that invents the monster tag team fight yeah. for yeah. better or worse for better or worse well because Gamera never had any uh, he never he never, teams. Teams he never teams up does he no he doesn't no no even in the even in the 90s never. trilogy the Heiseis no the Heisei trilogy no no he doesn't even for a second yeah not even for a second and okay so this is new footage and like you can tell like look how red those explosions are those are like nice explosions like literally I think like the creativity of it I think this is I don't know what that is. I think the creativity of the special effects guy came in like we're gonna have a lot of explosions. They're gonna be cool. Like that was his inspiration. <laughs> That's all he thought of. Was cool. <laughs> well, okay. Now this this is horrible because this is the, this is the Son of Godzilla suit, a, a true, suit that looks horrendous. Cuts to Ghidra, and I think when it cuts back to Godzilla, he's in his uh, destroy all monster suit. He uses for the rest of the film. There's just shots where Godzilla's appearance changes from shot to shot. And it's very obvious. Yeah. It's, it's not even close. They, okay, this is the new suit, or the not new No, the, this is the sea The main suit. suit. No, that's the Godzilla Destroy All Monsters Oh, suit. I see, I see. Okay. That they use in Destroy All Monsters, Godzilla's Revenge, Godzilla's head right now in a fourth movie. <laughs> oh my goodness. And it's like falling apart. It is falling apart, yeah. isn't it? Okay. <laughs> um... So, okay, look, sea monster suit, I'm uh, sorry, uh, Sonic Godzilla suit, cut to new footage of Guy again, whatever. Right? And it comes about sea monster suit, a Sonic Godzilla suit. 
right? And the student's going to come back to Godzilla, he's going to look completely different. Like, right now, maybe. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, right away. Is that the same suit? Oh, okay, whatever. And this seems so dumb. Is this cool or is this stupid? Ghidorah just lets Godzilla walk up to him and pummel him. Like, why don't you beam him? Right. This is clearly not a high safe film. He's sick. Whatever. You know? Anyway. Like, the factory explosions are exploding. The music is blaring. Godzilla's fighting Ghidorah. Like, what do you want? What do you want? Yeah, what, yeah what, what's on the tin? Okay. This epitomizes I'm here for Godzilla. Right. Yeah. I mean, and how does he up again? Like, ah, it's just so sloppy, you know? The... And, and I want to say, in the earlier films, you would have... Oh, so, Toho laid off a ton of their staff. They laid off great actors. Shot. Yeah. But they laid off their wire technicians. So, before you would have, you know, different wire guys. In the, or in the 60s movies, you would have a bunch of wire guys doing the wires on Ghidorah's necks, on his wings, on his tails. Right. And here, you got you probably have like, two wire guys. Like, he's barely moving. Like, he doesn't have the wires. Yeah. You know, you get you know the budgets have been slashed, but they're doing what they can. They're selling him based on him purely being gold. He's just cool. He just looks cool standing there. Oh, that's he, enough. And I heard the psychology apparently of this fight was, you know, Gigan, He's a close-up monster. He punches you. He stabs you. He buzzsaws you. And then Ghidorah just stands far away and shoots beams. So it's like a combo: the close-up and the far attack. I see. Conveniently, that allows for yes. the the yes. low budget like yes. take on Ghidorah. Oh, there's, you know, there's Gator doing something. Once again, right? He's just beaming him. You don't need a ton of special effects guys holding the wires to control him. He's just shooting beams casually. One person is just animating the beams. Well, you know, it is realistic. Is why, why not spam what you have? But you know what? Like, you got the nighttime, which looks cool. You got he, the fire, he's, which looks cool. He's very nicely lit. The fire he looks, looks great. great. The it, fire looks it great. It does. I agree. I agree. The music I, is awesome. It might be from another movie, but it's it fits. It's great. Well, it's if I'm not mistaken, this is from the original Godzilla, right? Well, I think they would have re-recorded it, but like, right. Yeah, but, but it is. But but okay, fine. But so it's it's, it's we, just like we've heard this. It's fine. It's good. Is, You're right. It this works. is like Godzilla's song. This could be an anti Godzilla movie. It is. His, his That's theme. what I mean. But it is... It's, like, the it's fire's cool, the nighttime's cool, the, the four-way tag team is so cool. So, I'm, I'm trying to think now. Okay, so, okay. Four-way Let's tag say, team. Right. Ignoring... Cool-looking fire, l- nighttime. Let's say the Godzilla battles, like, the modern take on them started with King Kong. So... Yeah, they're, like, doing King judo King Kong moves. was goofy. Yeah, they're Mothra doing, like... Mothra was in the daylight. Like, we've never seen anything like that. I'm trying, I'm I don't think, think there's, a, there's of, an earlier Godzilla scene in the nighttime. Right. Before this at all. Ever. That's what I mean. So you have Mothra. Okay, they have... I mean, um, yes, there is. Godzilla Kinga. fights a sea monster briefly at night. That's true. Mm, yeah, but it, it, but it doesn't feel like... Okay, this feels... It, it's not a it's not a retread, right? It's like we've, we've not seen... You know, it's one of those films... I think, like... I honestly think, you know, like, if they had a bigger budget to have... It would have been one of the best Godzilla films. Yeah. But maybe, you know... But, like, they didn't. So they did what they could. You know what? We've, we've had many minutes of continuous kaiju action. Yeah, and no yeah. shots of the yeah. characters, like, you know, you know the reactions, yeah. like, oh, explaining yeah. what's going on. Like, oh, God, yeah. those hurt. N- nothing. You know, this movie, you get a whole tired. hour of trying to solve the mystery, then you get, like, 30 minutes, of, or 40 minutes, even, of just action. It's a very strange way to make it. Is. It is. It, but, like, I'm sure the kids it, liked it. Does it work? Like, does it pay off? 
I, I like I the mystery. Would say yes. I like the mystery, and I love. So the... it's it's dependent on you enjoying the. Here, look, oh, oh, turns out we have main characters. Look, mm. they're sneaking through the woods. Hi guys, welcome back to this movie. We've not seen yeah. you in what twenty minutes. Why are you here? Right, <laughs> right. No, at this point, it's literally like, oh, excuse me. Why are you cutting from that sick battle, like of the fire? I like the dinosaur and, and, and the, the three-headed Ife... one shooting the beams. <laughs> right, and Ifikube's, you know, yeah. incredible music. Yeah. Right, like blaring yeah. through his best of collection at this point. Hey, it's just a slick greatest hit set. Which I'm fine with. Godzilla's <laughs> greatest hits. See him fight Ghidorah in footage you already see. <laughs> in Angie's back. Listen, just to find a, a bit of new footage would make this worth it. Right? So, I'm fine. So, does this feel like pure Scooby-Doo? Oh, yeah. And in the 60s, you know, the characters were never really involved much in the action. I mean, they were mostly like talking and investigating, right? Why is he lighting a cigarette? I think he's using it as like a sign that we're up here. Oh, I see. And, like, I mean, it's got to be the 70s. Now, I guess he'd use a cell phone and take his camera out or something, right? And I never understood this. Did they build a life-size Godzilla foot? It really looks like they did. So it did, looks like they had it. That's pretty amazing. If like, it, it. It, like, look at this. It doesn't look like a composite shot. It looks like they no, really no, no. built a massive right. Godzilla you're foot. Right, you're right. Like, so five times, three times taller than a human. Basically, not being on a crane, because uh, at 84, you know, they had the same thing, but it was yeah. on a crane. Um, this is almost on that level 10 years earlier. They just made a life-size Godzilla fight for like two shots? Like, okay. No. Maybe more than that. It, um, oh, she's great. Sorry, I cannot stop saying that. I just can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Toho, when you're putting women as gorgeous as this in your movies, you know. Yeah, for eight-year-olds that don't, don't appreciate your effort, but. Well, I guess she is here for the adults, I suppose. You know what? I guess this film would have been like mostly aimed at kids, but there would have been that 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 fan but that they, subset of but the But they uh, always knew that they had to track that like both fan bases, right? Or at least you know yeah. the people who were taking the kiss of these movies. Well, like I said, you know, this was sold tickets as part of a film festival that would have been like seven hours of entertaining your kid. While mommy goes shopping, so. were there any breaks with the seven hours? I'm not really quite sure. I know, I know they would typically play a full length animated film. They would play like two episodes of Ultraman on the big screen uh, as well, and then a Godzilla film. I see. So this would have been maybe been like the main feature, the cap off of the festival. And they 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 didn't just play Godzilla films. They also played like uh, Space Amoeba from '68 or '69, '70. Oh. Sorry, '70. And so, yeah, so here, like, they live... Look at this Scooby-Doo plot to get out of this uh, this predicament, you know. I, I love it. It's so Saturday morning cartoons level goofy, you know. They're using the, the rope to slide down the tower to get away. And these bumbling, moronic henchmen just can't do the job. Now, like, when did Scooby-Doo actually come out? Like, is this Late actually... 60s. I think, like, 67, Oh, so this actually might have been ripping off Scooby-Doo. <laughs> like, for real. Well, I think they were trying to do a manga. Like, like I said, every single character is like one dimensional and has an outfit that they wear in every scene. Right. Which is not a criticism. It's like literally trying to say like the movie's trying to tell you, yeah, this is a cartoon. Everyone here is a cartoon character. We're going for that. We're but aiming it, for that it's, level. You're right, but it's so pronounced that it's, it's, all, it's almost done in disdain. But it also and not, I think it was. I think I think the director of this film, John Fukuda. Toho was trying to take us in a new direction with Hedera, have all new directors. Right. 
And it, it just, like, they panicked. They're like, wow, that film was too weird. Right. We're going to just bring the old director back. And I think Fukuda was, like, at gunpoint, like, do another Godzilla movie. He's like, do I have to do it? Like, All right, With one-tenth the budget, go. Right, right. So and I, the, the script writer, Sanichi Sekizawa, was, was sick of making these, writing his, these scripts. The director was sick of making these movies. They were, like, held up at gunpoint. Like, make another one. Right. Sorry, we thought we'd give it to a new generation. So this shot had Mothra in it. Oh. This is old footage from Ghidra and the Three-Headed Monster, and you can see Mothra in that one shot. Oh, interesting. This is the most... Are you for a split second? Yes. Godzilla in this walked, film? Yes. Godzilla <laughs> walked across the street, and there was Mothra in So the this corner. shot is from, from the Three-Headed Monster? All of this is, yeah. And, uh... That's a great shot, actually. Yeah, well, it's better than the shots in this movie, because <laughs> they had a budget. I really like that film. I have that sense of anticipation. In, well, well, I'll review it later. I yeah. would love to talk about Ghidra the, the know, Three-Headed Monster. Hopefully, we'll get around to all of them one day. I... Hope so too. As long as we don't run out of liquor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, that would definitely not happen. So um, once we defeat Godzilla, back to the new footage. Does, hey, Godzilla looks different than he looked thirty seconds ago. I don't know. So one thing people point out on this film that they always point out on this movie what? is that Angelus here has he sucks. He just get his ass beat. He he just he just get he does like. For 90% of the fight, he's getting kicked in the head or stabbed. and Like, that three-headed dragon with the laser beams and that dude with the bus on his chest are just too 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 tough for that. So now you have the the, the, inf the another Senichi Sekizawa-scripted boulder-tossing scene. Uh, Godzilla vs. Ebera has a boulder-tossing scene. Godzilla vs. King Kong, I think. Every Godzilla movie has to have a boulder-tossing scene. And, it, and this film has one. It just shows you that uh, Showa Showa era. God's, well, if, if it that, shows you that maybe this series was running on fumes. At this point. <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> was running on fumes. This is like this is the definition of running on fumes. Okay, this was footage from like I think Godzilla's the Astro Monster. And they actually mix footage here with Ghidra the three-headed monster when he throws the rocks, and then with its sequel immediately afterwards. Like, this is Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster, right? Mm -hmm. Stock footage. And then in a second, it'll be stock footage from another movie. Now, this is stock footage from another movie. That's all his appearance changes. different oh suit. This is Monster Zero stock footage. <laughs> like, like, they're doing stock footage within stock footage. It's brilliant. It's <laughs> just like, what? But like I said, if you're a kid, you don't even know this is old footage. Like, the daytime doesn't match the nighttime at all. Right? Uh, another government. They're insects from another planet. Monster cockroaches from space. Well, and, the, and the guy just buys into this, of course. What would you have us do? Oh, uh, well, well, he has to buy into it. He just bought into that giant dragon, <laughs> buzzsaw creature. You know what? At this point, all bets are off. You know, insects from another planet? Bro, so I'll is, believe anything you say. This is kind of cool. But like, if we if we do like an all-out assault with like planes and tanks on the tower of Monster Island, Yudra and Gaigan will defend it. So they're like, okay, we're gonna infiltrate it with a tiny group of people striking from the inside. It's like the mo it's it's like the moderate amount of like intelligence in the most brain dead plot. It just shows up here like strategy, But back to this now. Ah, uh, King Ghidorah's doing something in this fight for the first time. <laughs> okay. So right here, you have the first shot in history in which Godzilla bleeds. And he bleeds again massively in uh, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla, I believe. This is very intense, though, that shot. Um, well, so what happened was in the 60s, 
Ishiro Honda, the, uh, you know, I was, I'm sorry, not Honda, not the director, but the special effects director, Aiji Tsuburaya. Okay. He would not let Godzilla ever bleed. He would oh. get offended by that. He Why? was like, this is for kids. Kids watch this. It's wrong. You can't have him bleed. And then he died in 1970. And at this point, I think they're like, well, the guy's dead, so we're going to have him bleed. I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, apparently that's what happened. And, of course, the bleeding was inspired by the Gamera films, which, in the 60s Gamera films, even though they were for little babies, Gamera and his foes bled constantly. Although they bled weird colors, like green, but here they bleed bright red. You know, I, I read that, um... I'm, I'm not sure if this was a thing like in the, in the show a series, but in the Heisei Gamera movie... So, so this is where Godzilla sees his uh, tower, and he's like, Hey, bro, what's the, up? A, like, I read a few uh, reviews yeah. once saying that, that the... Godzilla thinks it's, it's his buddy, it's his cousin. <laughs> He, he definitely is recognized. He's like, bro, I haven't seen you since Godzilla Fan Expo, bro. What's up, my man? He seems outraged that oh. that was made. I think I thought he was more like, what's up, bro? No, he seems upset. And now he's definitely upset because it attacked him. I like the beam shoot. I read that in the Heisei, in the Heisei Gamera films. Um, yeah. Gamera is, the way he's portrayed to suffer is really overly done violent, but it was always always meant to make us feel sorry for Gamera. Oh. So in the Heisei films, but but they were saying that the Heisei films were a tribute to how violent the the Gamera beatdowns were in the Showa in the series. The original ones, yeah. And apparently, the way Gamera, I have not seen the Showa's much except for a few random clips, right? Usually yeah. making fun of the. I films. know you've seen the Heisei's many times, yeah. But uh, but like I've seen like they're they're like abnormally right, like violent. Yeah, they, they, films. they're abnormally violent. They're made for like little kids, and then but, they, they'll be like a segment of intense yeah, Apparently, the, the, that was consciously done just to make Gamera seem like more likable, like in, in a sense. And apparently that was carried over into the Heisei series, and they successfully made you feel bad for Gamera, but you had to even go through a, like an absorbent amount of suffering and yeah. the thing is, God, I guess this, you, is, you this is the part of the movie. Often in Godzilla, like it's, 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 it's a very Gamera trait. Like it's Godzilla is very like, usually like he's he tough. Like he's like Godzilla movies always treat him like he has a chance of winning. It's never he's never the underdog in any film. No, maybe maybe, maybe Space Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla the original. I yeah. think he was kind of like overdone a little bit. Like for a yeah. few, for a little while, he seemed like he was. Overwhelmed. I think you're right. I, I give that. I give it to you. Uh, so I think this is the scene where Angus is like, buzzsaw, what buzzsaw? That buzzsaw is no match for my face. I, I, this is so dumb. <laughs> I, can't, I can't defend this. He just runs right into the buzzsaw. <laughs> and he's like, here I go. <laughs> you'll see what, you'll see it. Here I go kill it again. <laughs> here I go killing myself again. Oh my goodness. But, uh. And by the way, like you might as well have the Scooby-Doo theme play at this point. Whatever that might be. Um, so their plan is beyond stupid. Or or they just knew the cockroach aliens from space were really dumb. <laughs> so they get the manga artist to use his drawing power to draw a picture of all the main characters pointing guns. At which point the alien bad guys go, Oh my god, they're pointing guns at us! And they shoot them first. And they blow up the TNT behind the painting. But the painting's in black and white. And like, this film would have been so much better if only they had the budget to make that painting in color. At least then I could excuse the aliens thinking, oh my god, the heroes of this movie are pulling guns on us, let's shoot them first. You know what, just assume that they... Oh, there he is, there he goes! Oh, that bustle's no match for my face! <laughs> and then disgusting blood shoots. Right? The painting of them is black and white. So, like, so if only it was in color, the so guards would see it, I could explain. It, like, it is canon that, um, 
uh, Angulas has sort of a me mental deficiency at this point because not he, only does <laughs> Ang see this film is so good they caught Angulas having a mental deficiency with the guards of the aliens having a mental deficiency and shooting that black and white painting because they think it's the main character. It's like we need to resolve all these plot points. Uh, how do we do that? Everyone's really dumb at this, <laughs> in this moment onwards. <laughs> yeah, by the scriptwriter who Big was shocked. And you know what? Let's have that fourth wall by the, by, it's the, all by, by the script writer who was forced at gunpoint to make his like right. twelve guns. It's almost movie. like this is like a bitter, you know, oh, make rejection of like his assignment, right? It's like mm. very well could be. I know by Godzilla uh, Son of Godzilla, he was like, I'm done. This shot, this shot. Oh my god, they have guns! Oh, but you know what? Here's the thing. Could they, they have made that picture in color? No. Okay, here's the thing. They didn't need to. Why? Because here's the thing. If they're already on edge... Because only seeing black you know, and white. They're expecting to be attacked by these people. They're already on edge. They just need something that even remotely looks like them. Because he should... It's not like he had like 10 seconds to, to shoot around. Don't defend this. No. Don't defend it. He okay. shoots at the image immediately, showing that he just overreacts. Like he does it too quickly. Oh, no. Well, I still think... Pretty good effect. Oh, cockroach. Oh... Pretty gross. Kind of gross. I don't know, but you know what? What happened? Well, you know, Godzilla's name is in the title of the movie. He was bound to win. Oh, cockroach. Well, the idea here is that cockroaches are too like you know cocky about their weapons, and they think technology is the answer. But it's like some moral they try to cram in last second. And no Did, one's accepting. Well, it's only if they mention the moral. Do they mention the moral? Obliquely. God. There's one point where they're like, yeah, they're, they just kind of like, they over-rely on their technology. They try to blow up our car, but we gotta use our brains. Like, I see. So, at this point, Gator and Gaia are no longer mind control, but you know, they're still bad. They're still heels. This is like the tag team battle, right? This is like the part where, they, where the faces are getting like kicked really hard over and over again before they make their rousing comeback. Right. The hot tag, basically. Yeah. Um, so and there's like a hey, there's Gitter not moving much. There about. he is. There we, we we took his costume out of storage. <laughs> now to show you how low the budget was. Okay, the Gigant costume was brand new, right? But the Angulus was reused from Destroyal Monsters. Right. The okay. Godzilla was reused from Destroyal Monsters, and the Ghidorah was reused from God knows when. Like <laughs> probably Destroyal Monsters, right? Or if they it, or even if they even built it, you think it even earlier? Oh God, could have been. I don't know. Well, Maybe. Okay, he, he looks a bit hairy. Yep. Well, there's 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 Angulus trying to be useful. Uh, denied. Could this movie have made Angulus more useful? I think so. so. You're saying that Angulus being in this film had nothing to do with you know market research. No, nope, I think it was like we have that like, costume. It's like, guys, listen, it's, it's not ripped. It's the only one that them made it. Absolutely. Fine. Put it in. Put it. Just put it in. We use him for like five minutes and destroy all monsters. That costume's still good. It's this fun. is brutal though. Gaian just kicking Godzilla in the head. Just kicking him in the head with his weird pointy shoe slash foot. I don't know. That looks really hurt here, at least. Oh, he's stabbing him in the head. I think it gets a little gory. Oh my here. god, it gets gory. I'm, I'm, I think it does. Yeah, yep. it does. It does, definitely. Okay, that's But you know, good. you're a kid, you're in the audience, you're probably screaming in 1972 in the audience. Like, God damn that, no! Come yeah. back! But you, you definitely feel sorry for him. And, you know, Gigantza. So this was actually, the guy in the Godzilla suit was the original Godzilla actor. Oh. Uh, Haru Nakajima. And this was, you know, 18 years, I believe, of him doing Godzilla right here. Okay. 
18 years of playing Godzilla. That's crazy. Yeah. And he was 43 at the time, I think. 42 or 43. When? And this was the last one he did. Interesting. Apparently, after the special effects director, Eiji Tsuburaya, died, he never wanted to do another Godzilla movie. Except they, talk, they talked him into doing a one more. versus Hedera and this one. Okay. And I want to mention, a lot of Godzilla fans know this already, but the guy inside the Hedera suit in versus Hedera is the same guy inside the guy again suit here, and he became Godzilla in Godzilla 1984. It's the same actor, Ken, yeah, Ken Pachiro Satsuma. Is he the same one for the rest of the Heisei? Yes. Okay. All the so, way to the end? So the guy, yes. So wow. the guy who plays Gigan and Hedera is the guy who played Godzilla from 1984 onward. So in a okay. sense, Godzilla's fighting Godzilla in this movie. Would you agree that the God's, Godzilla performance... So this is a scene where you can see the suits, like, uh, yes, torn up. Yes, and I think completely the ang angry video game nerd actually mentions that in his review yeah. originally. So I, they, I love this part because they played a new song. Yeah. Not new for this movie or for the doc, but new for Godzilla. Right. Which and is from the from the from the, the, the title. Yes, it's such a rousing piece of music. So I think it's one of his best themes. And Godzilla just getting his like. I think, I think I, Godzilla just heard the soundtrack and got powered up. You know, I, I can't believe how much kaiju action we've gotten. Actually, like nonstop. Yeah, like, it's actually know, like considering King of the Monsters, which you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, I, I'm not a fan. Uh, not a fan. Not but but fans. I appreciate because of what it's done for the Godzilla like fan base. It's like quadrupled it overnight which is yeah, great right. that's amazing yeah. and a lot of people have, have actually discovered these films and appreciate them yes. and uh, you know I, I, by the way I'm you know I'm, we're, we're watching the Criterion you know box set the, right the Blu-ray set yeah the Blu-ray set and if you actually read the books the it's it's, it's, it's it's a really respectful take on the Showa series and they do mention you know, this, how these films were sort of unjustly mocked when they were first released and that there is, you know, the dogs of... make them sound worse than they are. That's and this is I this agree. is an old Godzilla trope from the Sekizawa films in King Kong versus Godzilla. Oh, this is, this Godzilla like... and, and you know they destroy that yes. pagoda, that right. castle between w them. W was this actually a reference to that? I mean, maybe Possibly. it's just a rehash of the same idea. You know? Okay, reference rehash, sure. Like let's just say, like, like the negative, negative connotation. Yeah, positive. It's fine. But basically, it does remind people often of the King Kong moment, you're saying, right? And, and, and I think they use it in other films. It's oh, not coming by I, head right I now. I don't want to... By the way, this is going to sound super dated in a few years, I'm sure. But today, uh, it was revealed on Arrow in the Head, which is a horror news website, whatever. Anyways, it said that the, the early pre There was actually a pre-screening of Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah. Apparently, the audience loved it. Really? People were, like, roaring. <laughs> and apparently, apparently, yeah, yeah. But here's the thing. I also heard the same stuff for King of the Monsters. So <laughs> what does that say? Whatever. Back to Guy again. <laughs> like, I love the fact that we're getting uninterrupted. So, uh, yeah, no, no shots to the humans every 30 seconds like in Godzilla King of the Monsters. I'm sorry, 30 seconds? Oh, you're you're know, being 10, generous. 10, 10, 10 seconds? seconds? 15 maybe? Um, well, that's what happens when you use... One billion dollars. It's funny, Gigan. So this is kind fights of fun. Gitter and the Trail Monsters as well. I think he gets, he gets now, a piece of it. You mean Angerus fights? Sorry. Gitter. Now that shot. This is all footage from uh, Destroyer Monsters. So they might. This is all Destroyer Monsters footage. Yes, it is. So they might have picked the, the Angerus suit because hey, Angerus and Gitter already fought. We don't need even need to refilm that. Yes. Or just because he was no. Good you're this absolutely is all right. Old I think for them, every second counted. How much padding could they have? But you're a little kid, you know. You're, like, you're, you're we're, we're talking maybe, it's 1972, maybe you were six three to five minutes of footage, which is priceless for them. Like, how do we? How do you make three to five minutes of new footage? No, and sorry. you know, and you know, oh, I know, teabagging guy again. I mean, yeah. like, like my taint, bro. <laughs> 
He's pounding away. And by the way, the props to them for keeping the blood on his face. Like, wow. it looks pretty intense, to be and honest. That, that new Godzilla theme's playing. I always consider this Godzilla versus Gaia theme. By the way, Godzilla just turns around, and Ghidorah just doesn't even notice Godzilla. Yeah, that's he's, just, you know, he just again, not, he just doesn't have enough puppeteers. Ghidorah, that's what it is. Ghidorah's telling him, like, yo, bro, I only have, like, two guys working on me now. Come on, I had, like, ten puppeteers ten years ago, like, right? Like, bro. <laughs> I love, okay, Godzilla uses okay, some intelligence. And now, well, intelligence, sure, I guess. Like, does this doesn't make any sense. None of this makes any well, sense. Well, they're no longer under control of the aliens, okay, so now the monsters but, okay, are, like, that's the only bumbling excuse. around They're just bumbling and confused aimlessly. And now, Godzilla yeah. and Anguirus are get, having a little pep talk. No, this is on the level of Turtles Bruh. in Time with Bebop and Rocksteady in that pirate level, and they attack each other randomly when you kill one of them. Like, at this yeah, point... It's not, even on the level of tur- it's not even on the level of Turtles cartoons. It's not on the level of Turtles video game. Yeah. Like, get... Okay, look, whoa, whoa. Right, here, here he goes. Okay, hold on. No, Godzilla Gidera. told him. Godzilla was like, stop being useless. No. Use your freaking it, spine. It makes no sense. Gidera and here Gigan... Here he goes. Oh! Gidera and Gigan are arguing with each other clearly yeah, there. Because they're no longer under alien control. They're, like, reverted so back to their... So, they're wondering why they're even on the same team. That's I the only think. thing that makes sense. I'm guessing. So, Gigan... That's a pretty sick shot, by the way. That crash yeah. is great. It's like, hey, Godzilla, use that B more. But no, not, not too much, though. Not like those haysays, oh. Yeah, don't worry about that. If you want beams, oh, the haysays have beams for you. It's a cool looking fire. Yeah, it works. You know what? I, I it's, it's a very strange film. Yep. I don't think I've ever seen, like, I, like for example, I don't know, like, you know, like of. Uh, it's like a kid's movie from another dimension. It's like Rick and Morty Interdimensional Cable. Like, here's a kid's movie from another dimension. I don't know. It's got Bucky's of gore and, I don't know, like 45 minutes of monsters fighting where like, we forget we, there was a human story. We have not seen the main characters. They've forgotten there was a human story. Barely seen in 20 minutes. They've forgotten there's a human story here and nobody cares. <laughs> you know? Because, okay, Angulus Okay, has... that's it. That's the money shot. And they know it's good. They replay it. Screw it. They knew it was good. Well, I think from a slightly different angle. So uh, it's it, it looks bro. different. Uh, that's that's, the, that's same. the same angle, same now angle. Now he body slams Ghidorah like 800 times. And you know what? I would have paid just for this footage. You know what? I'm guessing those kids in the audience were like cheering. Like those kids in Excuse me, kids? Kids? I, 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 right I now, watching this for the first time, I would have been there in 72. I would have been cheering. Listen, I we, this. we watched Tokyo SOS Woo! in 2000 and what? Three, I, I think it was yeah, three. Oh, well, we saw Tokyo SOS in theaters. Like uh, weeks at, at after, a we, university screening. yes, at our university screening, yeah. weeks after it was released in Japan, and, Very cool. and we watched it with a lot of people, people like thirties, forties. We were applauding. I had a great time. I, I actually, I really enjoyed that. Like that night was actually magical. Was a good night. We saw Ray oh, after it came it out. It was amazing. It was surreal. It was I like could can't barely it. find the cinema. You're right, though. But it actually felt like Rick and Morty, you know, alternate reality cable. Yep. It really oh. felt like that. It was like I mean, incredible to see that. And night. then you know, if this was like a Heisei film, they would have killed those monsters. But I think it's because it's for kids. They just run away. Well, you know, also logistically, like listen, look, we can use them again. Like, for example, Gigan I, I think, I think at this point, Toho was like, I can't believe we milked four movies out of this Godzilla suit. Listen, That's messed for, up. For real. And so you're saying that the next film, Megalon, Godzilla's a new suit? Yes. Okay. Which is fascinating, to be honest. But, okay. So does Gigan. So they bring back Gigan. Gigan's oh. new, too? Yes, Gigan's really? new, too. They used the Gigan suit in a TV show called Zone Fighter okay. when Paul, I think it got damaged. Sorry, you had that shot over there. So, okay. Oh, I missed it. I was going to say. The girl? Okay, well, what would you rate the first one? Out of 10. Honestly, I think she's like an 8, and the other one's like a 10. Uh, yeah, she's looking... Uh, 
Maybe like a 9 eight, or 10. Or like eight, 8 or 10. Eight, very strong at point 5. Ugh. Anyways. Okay, what, what is that? Oh, the cockroach. Oh. You know, I've been watching this film for like 20 years. It's just so weird. You know, a lot of, like, let's just say Leslie Chambers thought this was the best Godzilla fight in the whole franchise. It's certainly the longest, maybe. It has well, the most well, explosions. Well, what's his argument? Like, that's it, well, what I want to hear. Like, it, like, I don't want to hear him, okay, you know, okay. like, mark it, out at the explosion. I, I would Sick. argue it has the best explosions. The nighttime is really cool. Um, to be honest, the it worst... has the monster tag team. And Guy Gan, the new monster, is pretty creative. I mean, you might think he's ridiculous, but... He's pretty creative. He is. He is. Like, I've never even imagined that he was possible. Yeah. And apparently he was made, uh, Teriyoshi Nakano, special effects director, said, as a refutation of the previous header movie, as a rejection of him. Oh. Instead of being slimy and soft, he's nothing but spikes. Right. He's just extreme. You know? Right. But, uh... Th that's a really great... The musical cue is beautiful. I think they have, like, a pop song here. Possibly. I, I like this. I like the music a lot. Yeah, it's a very feel-good film. I mean, I, ultimately, I would say you know if they didn't have to use all the soft footage, or they had a big, bigger budget, it would have been one of the best ones. I like that they have an investigation. Yeah, yeah. It, it, ha it feels like a live-action anime. It's for the kids, but it ends with like forty minutes of monsters fighting where they forget the main plot even existed. I know. Which I mean, you know, I it's know. like it's like when you get down to it, it's like you know I'm here for Godzilla. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you Toho. You know, it's a like lot I, of people love this one. A lot of people think it's really bad. It, it's one of those like your your mileage may vary. Okay, I I'm a fan, but I don't blame you for not being one if you aren't. Well, I I personally feel that you know you can like or dislike any film based on yeah. what you're willing to forgive about a film. You have to forgive a lot so, of this one. So here's the thing: if you're coming into this film willing to forgive everything about it, then you're gonna love it. But you, if you're if you're coming in thinking you're gonna watch a ten out of ten film. Then you might be a little. You, bit you gotta accept it as a children's movie from another dimension, and <laughs> it's good. So that. okay, in in its legacy, how would you summarize this film? How did this film affect the rest of the rest of the franchise? In what sense was this successful? And in what sense, like you know, did it lead to what happened next? So it made the most money of any of the seventies Godzilla. Films. You're serious. This film, yes, more than Mecca, and yes, okay, and, and it was half-assed compared to Mecca. I think to Terry. Uh, Tomoyuki Tanaka did the right call, just making it a uh, a throwback to the sixties films. Of course, okay. and, you know, he, they, like Hedra came out and it was too weird. And right, they just make it like the old ones. They panicked. Um, okay, like yeah, it, it, that makes sense. And okay, so you're saying okay, this film obviously was a success enough to, to bring that guy to keep him going, room. keep him going. So they brought it back. He went back for three more films. But you know? here's like, doesn't isn't Megazilla sort of a sort of a refutation of this little duology of of Gigant Megalon? I think Megazilla was okay. We're gonna do the best we can to make it as good as the '60s films. We're oh, not gonna do, I we're see. not gonna do a half-ass movie. So it is a refutation of the '70s films in, in that sense. I think. Right, and, and and then terror is literally like high quality it's like, let's version bring of back doing new music, I not stock footage. See, like and girl. and Honda trying with you know whatever yeah. he did. I, I I think I think terror has actually a lot of beautiful shots, and, yeah. and in general, you know, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think Toho made more money from selling toys than from making movies. So like, okay, you know, they were kind of willing to make the films minimum budget, lowest effort. 
and just be like, whatever, man, buy the Gigan toy. He's cool. The thing buy is, it. Gigan was good or big, but not big enough to bring back in the Heisei's, for example. Like, he wasn't like I legendary. Think he's too, I think Gigan's too ridiculous. Yes, that's what He's it is. too preposterous. He it's like you need an alien race to come in. Like, yeah, we built that. Like, a, a chicken you know, buzzsaw. A chicken buzzsaw. He's. Thing. Right. Like, he doesn't exist in nature. He's so, a product. Okay, here's the thing. Does, okay, this is maybe the first gory Godzilla film. Does that carry over into the rest of the series? It happens only, I think, again in Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla and never again. Same director as Not this. even Terror. No, Terror's a different director, though, maybe. Of course. Honda like Honda. wasn't interested. So Honda wasn't interested in making Godzilla gory. I, I, I mean, I can't say for sure. But, but he never, certainly never had gore. I see. So, so this could have been the first example of Godzilla getting, in a sense, that dark, which was later represented, I think, in maybe Biollante. Yeah, you know, they have the acid sequence. Yeah. Like the, the first instance of Godzilla getting gore, like very, very sort of, you know, physically violent, mm -hmm. was probably this film. Which, so in that sense, like you have to give this film. No, actually, no, that can't be true. The so. thing is, it, you know, it's, Ebera, so, it's no, so, sorry, Hedera, Hedera does yes, it first. Yes, Hedera is very violent. These and this film in Hedera, you know, you gotta scratch your head. Once again, I, I'm just repeating myself, but it, it feels like it's inter interdimensional cable from another universe. Here's a kids' movie for little kids with tons of gore. Yeah. What? Where is this made? What planet was this made? Oh, Japan. Oh, Japan. Right. right. Never could happen it's, in America. Right. Or, yeah, okay. In the West. Well, uh, what 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 else can we summarize about this film other than well, it kept it going. You know, it has it, it has a it lot kept of it going. I liked it. I like it. I've always liked it. It, it has enough spunk. It, it's 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 like a live action manga. If yeah. they had a bigger budget, it would have been one of the best it's ones. It's not in my just opinion. a retread. You're saying it's 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 like it, it's it's its own. Thing. You know, they stepped it up. All the other they ones had one monster versus one monster, and they were like, okay, we made like twelve of these. What can we give people? They're like. Now, Monster tag team. Like, okay. we have no money. This might be stretching it for a yeah. bit, but would you agree that at this point, Godzilla was conscious of its relation to wrestling uh, narratives? Well, wrestling is big in Japan, right? You gotta remember, That's like, WWE-style fake wrestling, whatever, yes. is huge in Japan. Right. So, I say, I'd say maybe. Because yeah. recently online, I've, I've gone online, yeah. and I've actually seen that there's a lot of people who actually have noticed the connection between Godzilla, especially the show is, yeah. and the wrestling. wrestling, especially in terms of booking, like judo how, how it's written, uh -huh. but it, like, like, yeah. like you have the hot tag moment. You whatever. can see it in this film, for sure. Okay, so you're saying that yeah, it's possible that, yeah, the, the wrestling... Uh, yeah. dynamic. For, for example, in in Battle for Earth, you know, Godzilla versus Mothra, the the nineties, yeah, ninety two, ninety two. Yeah. You definitely have the the triple threat sort of uh, narrative where it's cool. one character's about to get killed, and then the other one sort of does the hot save. Think, you think the they, save. They, they watched a bunch of wrestling to, to get inspired? <laughs> well, it's no coincidence that there's a lot of wrestling fans who are into Godzilla that they notice the correlation, you know, the way it's written. But anyways, okay, Let, back to this. Just to center this. Uh, yeah. Thought pattern on this. Uh, yeah, Gigan, uh, overall, very enjoyable film. I like it. Surreal. Uh, the last 40 minutes are just a thrill. Uh, <laughs> they they, they forget does, about the plot. It absolutely does. It forgets about any pretension. You know what I mean? Like any, like, pre any pretense. It's like they're literally to, saying, look, we worked hard for 45 minutes to get you here, and now you're here. Like, here's your payoff. Here you go. Thank for, you for thank you for putting us. up with our yes. nonsense. <laughs> like, please come back for an, another you know serving of this franchise. Buy, buy that toy. Buy that but Gigant toy. We'll reward you with forty minutes of the sickest Gigant. <laughs> Not the, the sickest, sickest but... and even the sickest scenes from our archive. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Right. Listen, we'll treat you. Yeah. We try. We found the best footage we could. Although <laughs> we already built slap it. some music on it. Old music too on the old footage. <laughs> Listen, have you, have you ever seen? Go 
War of the Gargantuas? No? Perfect. <laughs> Here's the thing. But, you know, in the film defense, not that maybe I should even bother defending it, but, um, you know, they use a lot of the old footage, but they filmed enough of the new footage that they could have had zero stock footage yes. and still had a film. It was good enough. They could have had no stock footage. Yes. But I think Shave off for, 10 they, minutes they, out of the they, film. Maybe they could have added the stock footage of, of Angerus and Ghidorah. Because, like, ah. You know, and I gotta say, like, to defend, like, okay, to insult the film a little... The only really impressive thing about it is, like, the fire effects. But having said that, you know, it's kind of sad. When you look at the stock footage from the earlier movies, and it's just better than the new footage in this film. Some of it. Like, when Ghidorah throws Godzilla over the bridge, or when, like... Yes, yes, or when, when yes. Angerus bites Ghidorah on the neck, and Ghidorah flies through the air, and then drops Angerus. It, it's better than any of the new I film agree, stuff. I agree, I agree. So and it's like, it's, it's kind of like, yeah, our old stuff was better, but we had no money. It, to, to be honest, it actually made me appreciate the stuff from the old older films more which I think I actually took for granted when I was watching them like oh it's always of this quality of course yeah. and it's, it's not something here. You, you see the new film and how yeah. lazy because it is lazy the way they Ghidorah doesn't have his like he 20 